Oh yeah, yeah. That's a mess. That's a total mess, yeah. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. In the Irish Midlands is a castle which has had a near ceaseless history of bloodshed and violence. Not surprising then that it is often considered one of the most haunted places in Ireland. This week on Unexplained Legends, the hauntings of Lep Castle. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan and with me as always is... Dennis Dishwasherland. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, you trailed to me earlier. You said, oh, I have a, a bit of life drama that will be good I for the <laughs> podcast. And I think you've just tipped me off to some of it now. I can't fake this. Like, I can't okay. fake the mood that I'm in. I can't put on this right, big yeah. performance and all this stuff, right? I've had a hell of a day. Well, but you it, know that when you're in a bad mood, I go, I'm in a great mood. So yeah, you do. You, you're in a great mood. This could get, like, sparks could fly in the wrong yeah. way in this, this podcast episode. But, yeah, so this this has a little bit of backstory to it, right? There has been a, a very compact dishwasher sitting in my kitchen for mm-hmm. probably a month and a half at this oh, stage. Well, I okay. Remember. Yeah. yeah, right. So I got a gift of this dishwasher uh, very kindly, right? Someone got this thing, delivered it, bang, here's the dishwasher. Right now, it obviously, I'm renting, so I have to install this in a certain way that won't make a difference. You know, you can't, like, cut pipes mm-hmm. or do any mm-hmm. silly stuff like this. And I looked at it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty straightforward. We just two pipes. You have a waste pipe, and you have a water pipe. How hard could it be? But as with all these jobs, you things go wrong, right? So I looked at it, and I said, okay, I can't put this in. I'm really busy. Um, and also, if I put it in wrong, I need to be in the house to make sure that it doesn't leak, right? Sounds yeah. fine. So then today, I was like, today's the day. Today's the day I put in the dishwasher. Holy mother of God, right? Now, I started off at probably, I don't know, 10 o'clock doing this today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's half seven, or it's quarter to eight now. Um, I jumped on at 25 past seven, and I I was after the dishwasher fiasco. You didn't anyway, look that, happy when I hopped on the call. I am. I'm fucking. Do you know what? Right. I actually contemplated not talking about this in case I started crying. <laughs> 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 and I can't remember the last time I've done something wrong where it's made me want to cry. Right. But um, anyway, so I started off today and I said, great, let's go. You're going to love this, by the way. Right. You're going to love this. Oh, but yeah, the, the danger with this, the danger with this, if you take too much joy in this, which I want you to. I want you to express yourself. Okay, yeah, I could yeah. fucking explode, right? Like I don't. I don't really? know where we'll go. Yeah, I could. I could go insane, but it'll be good for the podcast. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. Will it? Will it? Probably. I mean, long, long <laughs> podcast. podcast no. <laughs> um, but anyway, right? So I, I just, I, I start off today, and I want to put the water uh, onto the cold pipe. Now, the reason that I had not been doing this for so long is because. The adapter that I was going to have to put onto this cold pipe um, was very hard to put on and it was in a very awkward position, right? Mm-hmm. And then the hot pipe wasn't available because I was taken up by something else, right? I spent hours trying oh, to figure out that, how to put... What was the, who was using the hot pipe? Listen for a second, okay, right. The cold pipe, I was like, oh, I can't put in this Y-bend thing. This is not going to work, like, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. I was looking for ages, right? And then I said, where does this thing that's attached to the hot pipe go anyway, right? Because this had completely scuppered my plans. Like, this is why I was delaying it for months. I followed this pipe. It went nowhere. It was just a straggly old pipe. 
that was like, left in there. It went so you, nowhere. So you could have just been using that hot one the whole time? Could have been doing it the whole time, right? No, I had bought stuff to do the cold one. And now I'm looking at the hot one and I'm like, okay, great. Let's, let's, put on the cold, or let's put on the hot one. I unscrew the hot one. I put on the, the, I put on the dishwasher stuff. <laughs> Everything's working great. I turn on the dishwasher and it goes, eh, error one. I look up error one, error one is no water coming into the dishwasher. And so I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, right? <laughs> so I have, to, I have to say, okay, Grant, let's have a look. I turn the valve that is underneath where the water is connected to the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. It breaks off. Oh, no. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's just a plastic bit. So then I go and I get a little bit of pliers and I'm like, okay, I'll just twist that. I shear it off of the valve. Now there's a hole in the valve and water's coming out of it. Oh, right? sweet Jesus. So I'm like, okay, cool. I just need to find out where the turn off the hot water is, right? I rip out the washing machine. It's not there. I go behind the boiler. It's not there. My kitchen is like filling with water. It's not there. I go in I, everywhere. I'm searching the pipes. Can't find it anywhere. I eventually find it behind um, a painted piece of the wall that looks like wall, but it's actually timber and there's a screw in it. Oh, so yeah, it's like, yeah. a, like a jigsaw. Take it off. Go in, try to turn the thing, can't turn it, will not turn. I, like, for the life of me, I cannot fucking turn the uh, thing. Have, right? you, have you at this stage um, thought maybe, maybe you should be more relaxed in your turning? <laughs> right. Given your last two turns have, have right. ripped. But I'm shitting it. I'm shitting it because I'm like, if I can't get this open, it's done, right? Mm. So then I, uh, there isn't too much water coming out of it, but there is, like, right. if I leave it there, right? It's yeah, going to have yeah. something filling it up. So I go to the shop, I come back and get a tool, it doesn't work, right? I go to the shop and get another tool, it doesn't work. I go a third time to the shop to get a to a different shop to get a tool. I've gone three times. I come back, I eventually get it to turn and stop, right? Now, bear in mind, I've done nothing. All I've done yeah, is to yeah. stop something I've broken, right? I'm after going three times sitting down there. This has gone on for hours and hours and hours. And then I open up the cupboard and all the tools I bought are sitting there. They're already in the house, all of them. Oh... You could, have, now, you could have just used what you had. I know my dishwasher is sitting in the kitchen floor and nothing's done. So that's how my day has been. That um, sounds pretty good. Pretty good dinner, so I'll be honest yeah. with you. Well, How's your day been? How's the leg going? My day, uh, my day has been my day has been tough too, man. Because um, I forgot to buy uh, bananas. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. What, what is, is that for your breakfast, for your lunch, for your supper? No, just, a, just a little treat. Just like an additional treat. But I forgot yeah. to buy them, so I've been kind of in a bit of a foul mood as well myself. <laughs> I can understand it, yeah. The, so one, one question, because we won't spend too long on this, because you will, um, you will explode. Mm-hmm. But um, how, how long was the water coming out for, like before you managed to actually turn off the valve? An hour. An hour? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say the people below me are like in pretty bad state. And, and what you sheared off, right... Yeah. Is is that stuff that was um, part of the integral to the apparatus of the dishwasher, or it was that- part of a it was part of a pipe connected onto a copper pipe? And as you know, copper pipes are very easy to work with. So I now very have to easy. replace I now have to replace that valve onto a copper pipe in a place where a mouse couldn't do a fucking mm. couldn't plumb inside there. There's so much, there's so little room. So would you would you um, would you consider maybe plumbing this in in the toilet? The dishwasher. Yeah, because just because I know that pipe piping in the to- in toilets is usually like intentionally exposed somewhat, so it's easier yeah. to work on. I would agents. I I would consider that, but you would have to have the dishwasher up on your lap when you're like 
going to the bathroom because my bathroom is the size of a matchbox. Has there been any research done as to whether that helps, you know, let's say the digestive process? I'd imagine it would, yeah, because you'd want to, you'd be so worried that like it's doing internal damage to having the massive dishwasher on well, you that you'd, you'd want to go as quick as you can. It sounds like it's sorted then, Dennis. It's yeah, I guess, a, yeah, I guess well, I'll just put it in there. Well, Dennis, from one, <laughs> I'm glad I helped you, right? From one. Thanks, Raj. From one disastrous home, from one disastrous home <laughs> to another, Dennis, today, on today's episode, we're covering something called The Ghosts of Lep Castle. Oh, okay. A little haunted one. A little, this is, uh, this is, let's say, you, you know me, I'm not a ghost man. No. I'm not a ghost man, but I'll tell you, right, that this one actually had me. What, spooked or you believe it or what? It had me, it had me spooked. It did have me kind of believing some of it. For, for the people who may just be joining us, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I can't remember. They, uh, I'm, jury's out on ghosts. Some of them I think are more believable than others. The, I do, generally, UFOs is like open shut for me. That's, yeah, they're real. Not all okay. of them, but like a good 90% of them are real. Ghosts. I'm I'm torn on ghosts, but then heaven is real. Heaven and hell are real. I say extension end of heaven and hell probably ghosts. I don't are know. Real. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sold on that. I think ghosts. I think maybe for me, it's not. that I'm saying that ghosts don't exist, but what it is for me is that I think a higher proportion of ghost stories are faked. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. I completely get that. I think it's harder to pin down ghost sightings as opposed to UFO or UAP sightings. Yeah, we're doing, Dennis, a very, very spooky location. A very haunted location. A a location where, let's say, disasters have struck. You think it's bad that that your dishwasher, your your tiny pocket dishwasher... That's uh, ruined my house. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you... Some of the stuff we're going to cover today will put that in perspective for you. Where is Lep? Uh, so, you know, you know that there is a Lep in Cork. Yeah, we've done a couple of comedy gigs there. Yeah, but this is actually in um, Offaly. And is it pronounced the same way, do you think? Uh, I didn't look into that. I just blindly assumed it must be. L-E-A-P for anyone out there who can't yeah. read. Maybe um, it's Leap. Maybe they do. Um, maybe they, oh, sure. awfully they call it leap. But I'm t- I'm telling you, listen. Surely, surely it's 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 leap or lep. I mean. <laughs> well, surely. Come on. I I I, I think I'm gonna just call it lep though. I, like, cause in I don't think I'm gonna be able to change now. It's too much pressure. You can't. You're telling me that, that you're just wait. I so which you going for for the whole episode then? I'm gonna probably go with lep. Lep. Even though I, I do actually think it's wrong, but I think I'll go with Lep. It's well, just you, a, what? you it's, think it's wrong? Yeah, I think it's wrong, but I, I think that's just been in my head now, so I'm never going to change. You think it's wrong, so you're not. So you think it's wrong, but you're going to stick with it for the whole episode. I think I'm just going to be honest with you and say that, like, that's going to happen. Okay. If you so get what e- I mean. Even though you fully know that you're wrong. You're I mean, not that I'm personally wrong. Because that sounds like, you know, I've done something wrong. Like, fuck up my no, whole house I, and dishwasher. No, no. But you're just saying that you're like, do you know what? 
Uh, I think it is pronounced leap in this case, but I'm going to call it lep for the whole thing because that it's place not, in Cork is also called lep. It's yeah, but it's not me being stubborn, right? I think okay, we're. I think yeah. we're really no, no, I don't think you're being stubborn. I just think it's interesting that yeah, you, you, you that you're not like I think this is right, so I'm going to say it this way. Instead, yeah. you you say I think I want to be wrong for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an interesting little thing to be. Um, so I guess on the back of that, then Dennis, we'll crack on with the old lamestream narrative. Located in County Offaly, six kilometres from the town of Ross Cray, Lep Castle was built roughly around 1250 AD by the O'Bannon clan and was originally called Liam O'Bannon or Leap of the Bannons. Although it would later pass to the O'Carroll family, it was originally built on the site of a much earlier stone structure, perhaps building upon this structure even cursed the castle in some way, as it would be destined to be intertwined with bloodshed and misery throughout its life. That wouldn't really define it too much from just normal places in Ireland, though, would it? Especially what? the misery part. What do you mean? Well, just I think, I think misery is intrinsically linked to everything in Ireland. Oh, so so you're telling me that you're you're telling me that just everywhere is cursed? No, I don't. I don't think it's cursed. <laughs> I just don't think that misery is uh, is like um, a, a good enough qualifier to say that what, you know it's what, haunted. What, did you hear saying. the bloodshed part? Did you? No, I did. I heard that, but I ignored that. Um, so, just to give us a little, uh, give everyone else a little bit of an idea, right? Mm-hmm. So it's in Offaly, yeah. right? So let's not ignore that. What do you know about Offaly, just for our international listeners out there? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Do you know... I know, I know Ross Cray is there. <laughs> but that would be just from your research, I assume. Have <laughs> yeah. you ever been to Offaly? Uh, I'd, say, I'd say I've been through it. Would mm. you go through it if you were getting the... Um, if you were getting, like, the the air coach or the city link from Dublin to Galway? Would you pass through Offaly, do you think? I don't think so. I think it's too, mm. it's too in the middle. Um, what about... Any famous people from there? Wasn't there that um, that lad who wrecked the country? He was there before. I think he's dead now. The Where Minister for Finance heard? back in the day. No. Um, oh, one of the... Brian Cowan? Is he dead? Oh, Brian Cowan, yeah, yeah. You no, know, is he dead? No, he's not dead. Different fellow I'm thinking of. But it is him from Offaly. So Brian Cowan, he's a farmer Taoiseach or something. I thought, I thought that you, you were leading us into this because you had a few ringers. Like, you knew Offaly back to forth. But in fact... You lured us in to go, I also know fuck all about Offaly. <laughs> I know nothing about it, but this this is what I'm trying to point out to people. I don't know what it's... Brian Cowan is the only thing I can think of. Is James Joyce from there? I I, I don't think so. What I makes you say that? I don't know. It just, it's just popping into my head. One second, let me just do that. Where is he from? I'm not... I'm, I'm not like, I, I don't... I just would be surprised. He's from Rakar. So, um... He's from Dublin. That's, so, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I would have guessed. I think that th- I think that that's giving people enough um, colour of Offaly is that we know absolutely nothing about it. I think Offaly. I think it's it's. You know, I hope people from Offaly don't mind me saying this in fifty years' time when they do get the internet, but that it when and when they stumble upon this podcast. But Offaly, it's it's your typical <laughs> Midlands place, like the Midlands anywhere. You know, in, in America they call them the flyover states, don't they? In Offaly would be like the you know, the the drive-through state. Yeah, they're they're simple folk. They like eating ham. 
Well, you know, you know me. I'm from the countryside. I don't. I. I I'm not turning my nose up at that. I'm just turning up my nose at everything else in Offaly. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's it's uh, it, it's like what? It's just like a big basin in the centre of Ireland. Oh, which obviously is famous for absolutely nothing, but except for misery and bloodshed. Yes, and simple folk who eat ham. Yeah. All right. So, Dennis, right during the succession crisis, during a success, ah, during a succession crisis in the 1530s, the old Carroll family, who had, if you remember, taken on the mantle of the Castle of Lepp, the old Carroll family, turned brother upon brother as they fought to, to decide who would take ownership of the fort. This culminated in an incident when one of the brothers barged into the castle chapel as his other brother, who was a priest, was saying mass. Before the clergyman could say a word, the other brother had plunged his sword deep into his back, killing him on the spot in front of his congregation. Thus, christening the place the bloody chapel alright I got a question for you right go on if your house was up for grabs and you have a brother yes I do first and foremost if you were in a fight would you win or yes. would he win you, I know you're going to say you would no win, I would I like, would heartily, hands down heartily yeah Absolutely. what if you had weapons what are, if you, are we both getting the same weapon is it like symmetrical uh, weapon of choice yeah I'm winning you're winning as well. What weapon would you use? I, I'd pick him. And th- that way he's fucked. Well, oh, so you'd use him as the weapon? Yeah. I, I don't think you can do that. Can you not do that? Okay, my weapon, I choose his heart. His heart. Okay, gr- brilliant. Great. Yeah. Great. His soul. <laughs> Get him on a technicality. No, I just think I would. If I, My weapon might maybe, uh, maybe like a battle panther or something. What the hell is a battle panther? It's As like, in like a He-Man know, type job. Well, not quite, but you know panthers? Yeah. You're one of them bred for battle. <laughs> one of them with like a uh, little seat in them. <laughs> no, I'm not on them. I'm not on them. I've What, so up. you're just standing back while the panther is attacking them? You said weapon of choice. You said I could have any weapon I wanted. Yeah, but I just thought we'd go for like a sword or a mace or something, not a, a, a ravenous panther that's going to eat them. <laughs> this, is why, this is why you, my friend, you lack the imagination to win in a this is this is so annoying this is like when you ask people like you know what would you use a nuclear bomb it is like, it's not you annoying know? you're annoyed that you're annoyed that i'm right no i want you to give a give a fair fight here you can't so, just okay then you i put to you change your rules change your rules to to rein me in all right well, what does he what does he to, pick to legislate for me i don't know what he picks he's, well, he's your brother man. you might have an idea he's his own man but surely you have you surely in picking Battle Panther you have to be thinking okay well you know what, based on what my brother will pick I'm going to pick Battle Panther. I'm picking what if ba- he comes out? What if he comes out with a Battle T Rex? What are you going to do then? Oh come on, that's ridiculous! They don't even exist anymore. <laughs> okay. You fool! You're you're crazy. The the specific reason why I'm picking Battle Panther is because of its versatility. Because I don't know what my brother's going to pick. Okay, but you think that that covers all bases. Yeah, I think that you'd have to, like, I think you, like, what would you even use to fight a battle panther? Nuclear bomb. No, 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 you can't. Go on. That, that's ridiculous. Uh, do you know what? One thing I will say is I am absolutely fucked if he picks a whip and a tiny stool. 
Yeah, you're screwed. I am really fucked, yeah. Because, oh um, uh, do you know what? This this can't go out. Cause he, and if he, char- if he charges money in for it as well. Yeah. But no, I, I would I would heartily beat my brother in um in a succession crisis. But it's good to know that you would get the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, neither of us are. Our, our eldest sister is getting it. Oh, well, yeah, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to it. Yeah, yeah. If it comes I to it, I don't, ex- I don't expect this to happen. But oh no! <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's the difference between you and me, I guess. What about you, Dennis? What are you going to do in a succession crisis? Would you beat your brother? I don't know, really. Like, if we were in, if we were in our prime, I don't know. He's a stocky little fucker, like, and he's, and he is. I don't know. I also think he'd, 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 he'd choose a really annoying weapon, just like a, a handgun. <laughs> or something. You know, I'd, I'd go. I'd go in with like um, some sort of sword or something, just to kind of spice it up, like give the audience what they want. And he'd just have a handgun and shoot me like Indiana Jones style. Well, I like to be honest. It's your if you're going in like that, you deserve to die. If you're, Why? If you're trying to be a, sh- a showman about it, you can pick anything you want. I mean, you're picking a battle armored panther. Well, yeah, but I'm not being showy about it. You're just being practical. Yes, I, I am, Dennis. Right. So All right, to, back to wherever yeah, we are. To move on, Dennis, right? It's no surprise then that many years later, after the incident in, in the bloody chapel with the, uh, with the Battle Panthers, it's no surprise then that many years later still, when the house would pass to the Darby family, they too would claim that the property was haunted and in fact even hold seances on the property. Mildred Darby the wife of one of the Darbys who owned the property was herself an esteemed Gothic novelist. And many believe that it was her supernatural experiences while living in the castle which led to much of her prose. You know what I don't understand with people who have haunted houses, right? Maybe you can explain this, right? I'm sure you will. Is if your house is haunted, what's the Mm -hmm. point in doing a seance? What do you mean? Like, I I think that's just going to rattle the ghost even more. Like, if you're going to... Maybe you could commune with them. Yeah, but what, what's going to happen? Like, do you honestly expect to sit down and go, here, look, can you keep it down after 11? I think Like, what, a, what do you genuinely think is going to happen? Well, I do think it's a bit like a, maybe a tenants association meeting. What, so you think that they can sit down and actually hash things out? Yeah, they can. I'm not going to say that they're going to stick to it. The ghosts aren't, like, ghosts aren't notoriously reliable or anything. But I think that it's at least worth... You might be able to say something like, listen, can you just stop moving cups? Because we've lost a lot of cups this season. So you can, you know, you can move t- tables, chairs, whatever you want. But the, the cups, the knocking the cups over in the night, that is driving us mad. What do you think that the objective of these people is to, for this seance in this particular castle? Oh, just uh, oh, rattle a few cages, roll them up. They, because sometimes in TV shows and stuff, right, which I know are incredibly accurate, is like they, they kind of find out who the ghost is and stuff. You know, get yeah. a little bit of a background on the ghost. And then they can, I don't know, you know, sort out some thing where like they can give him peace or whatever. But like surely you're just going to come across a ghost who's just going to be like, i actually just doing it for the hell of it. Like I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Joe, you can't evict one like. Oh, I think, um, I think most of the ghosts that they find i think i think you are right that they want to find out just like more information about the ghost so that they they can maybe help them pass on but i think um i don't know here's the thing though 
If you do a seance, we don't know how truthful ghosts are. You don't even know if you talk to the right ghost. Yeah, so you, a ghost might be there and the ghost might go, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only a little girl. I'm a little girl ghost. <laughs> and he's, a, he's actually a freak. He's a, he's a man ghost. But it could be like a call centre you're getting as well. Like you could just be true to some operator. Not even oh, you're, you're not even through. You see, so you're just on hold. Yeah, you don't even get in there. Do you know what, what that happens when? Do you know when you're doing a, a Ouija board? Mm. When you're doing a Ouija board, and when they're only when they're still only connecting you, it just keeps going around and around in a circle, and occasionally, occasionally, it will like spell out. Um, you know, your call is very important to us. Uh, and 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 then then eventually <laughs> take ages. And in, uh, sometimes, some, sometimes I did a seance once, right? Did a seance once. I was trying to get onto. Um, I was trying to get on to somebody who died in the council. And um, after about 25 minutes of the seance, it eventually spelled out, uh, you can also go online. <laughs> Drove me up the walls. Drove me I up think it's, the walls. I think it's a disgusting act now as well, the way that uh, on real time, like real life hold, where what they do is, you know when you're on hold and then you hear the kind of ringtone? And you're like... You're like, oh, I'm, I'm in. You know, I'm in. like it starts ringing, it goes in. Now, what they do is when they do the loop of hold, after a while, they'll do the ring and then send you right back into hold again. Really? Yeah, disgusting behavior. I, I think that should be a war crime. I, I haven't come across that. I haven't come across that, if I'm being honest. But, but, Dennis, many years later still, the history of Lep Castle was not yet over. As in 1922, in response to the rise of rinse, in the Lep area, it was burned down during the Irish Civil War. We should be doing a bit more of that now when rent goes up a bit too high. There wouldn't be any fucking house left. Burn down the local castle, right? Burn down your own house and stand outside it going, oh no. Oh no. It would remain as a husk for years until it was bought in 1974 by an Australian historian who wished to renovate the property. It is while renovating the property that he discovered that the basement was in fact an extensive dungeon where at one time people would have been locked away to die. During this renovation process, supposedly, get this, three cartloads of bones were taken from Whoa. the property. I was just about to ask you, were there any bones found? But well, I think that answers my question. Three cartloads. <laughs> uh, given that it is... No- given this... It is no wonder that Lep Castle is commonly known as one of the most haunted places in Ireland. As Boner Castle. Oh my god. All right, I, I, got some, I got some questions for you, right, Go about on. ghosts. Because I just thought of these now. If you, if a place burns down, it's still haunted. Right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Still haunted. Yeah. If you took all of the bricks and stuff away and you built it somewhere else, is it haunted or is the land haunted? That's a good question. I think it's. I think there is potential. Um, a brick can be haunted. Okay. A brick can be. So let's say a bricklayer died, making the castle, and he haunted some of the bricks. If you took the bricks, I think that's uh, they. They would. They would bring the ghost with them. That's an incredibly specific occurrence, though. Right. To cover that. <laughs> but. <laughs> But, as, like, actually, the reason why I think I'm so confident in that is that people often point towards the fact that you don't have as many ghosts nowadays, modern ghosts. 
But really, if you think about it, that's probably largely, in my scenario, due to health and safety increasing. Oh, right. You know, so you think that, like, out in um, Qatar and stuff, there's probably ghosts, ghosts all over all the place. Over the place. Yeah. They're absolutely... Or actually, not there. Not there. Because it's too hot for ghosts. It's actually ghosts too don't feel hot temperature. for ghosts. They no, don't but, feel temperature. No, but they don't. But they like creating damp, cold places. Oh, yeah. No, ghosts definitely haunt. I've seen Indiana Jones and stuff. They definitely haunt, like, desert places, what? don't they? There's no ghosts in Indiana Jones. What do you want about? The spooky stuff. The, the Holy Grail. It's not a ghost. That's a religious oh, artifact. Why? You think, that, you think that's normal? You think it's just gone off milk and you just... That's a religious artifact. It's not a ghost, Dennis. Do you, do you not think it's supernatural? Uh, I think it's godly. Doesn't one guy drink the wrong thing and like, turn, just turns into a skeleton? Yeah, but he doesn't turn into a ghost. You could do that with acid if you wanted. You're saying there's no connection there between ghosts and... No, I, I don't see any connection. You think that's ridiculous? Yeah, yeah, I think... That's, it, that's what you're saying. Just come out and say it. Yeah, I think it's foolish what you've said. Foolish, of <laughs> yeah. course. I just, don't, I just don't see any connection of ghosts. Yeah, there's aliens in the Indiana Jones movies, but I don't see... There's no ghosts. Yeah, no, sorry. I didn't mean to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, you I misspoke. Know, what I've, a, I've gotten really off the curve there. Yeah, what a silly thing for you to say. But, yeah, but what especially a, when we're doing an episode all about fucking ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> that, what? But no, you're saying that it's not even likely in Indiana Jones. It's not. There aren't ghosts in Indiana Jones. I'm not... Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to step back on this. <laughs> that would be such a funny breaking point. Listen, I'm not moving on this. Um, why, don't, why don't they do the podcast anymore? But what I was going to say to you, Dennis, what I was going to say to you is I, want, I think in more often than not, areas get haunted. So it, it would be like the foundations of a property get haunted. If you get really haunted, it goes into the foundation, like, you know, subsidence or something. Yeah. So I agree with you that there's some scenarios where if you took... If you rebuilt the property, it wouldn't be haunted in the new location. But if you built a new build on that location, it would be haunted. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you there. I think it's based on the land. But I just wonder as well, like, it's, you know, people say, oh, this is stupid. You can't talk about this. But then we are talking about ghosts, right? But, like, can you dig, can you dig out the haunting? You uh, might think that's stupid, mm. but can you, can, like, how far out do you have to dig the haunting? If you dug a big square bit out and you just threw that into the sea, mm. would you get rid of the haunting? no. I think I think it's an all or nothing thing. What do you mean? Like he's in. I think let's say you wanted to get rid of a haunting in a property. Yeah. Right. Um, and we've confirmed that the haunting is in the soil in the foundations. Yeah. You would need to get all the foundations out. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, as in, it's like you get all the diggers in the world, and you come in and you dig it all out, and you, like you toss it into the sea. But like, does it? It, it does it exist? in the space or does it exist in the dirt and the soil you know what i mean like does it exist in that part of the world just constantly and how far down do you dig before it's not haunted so i think i think this is confusing i think if it's in the bricks they can be moved i think if it's in the land it can't be moved do you mean it can't be moved i think if it's in the land if you dug up all the land i think the ghost wouldn't go with it yeah, it's still there, so you can yeah. take. But then, because I think the ghost could go down and come, you know, like hide deeper and come. Okay, back we're going to we're going to stretch it now, right? But okay. I'm assuming that the ghost are we can't stretching go it now? Are we are we just about to start stretching it? <laughs> I can't. No, I t- I think I think I've been right on the middle of the road okay, up okay. until this point, right? But I'm assuming that the ghost can't move out of this cube. Let's say, right? Okay, of yeah. 
whatever space it occupies, right? Let's say the dungeon size, that's how much it occupies, right? Of this castle, let's say. If you keep digging down and digging down and digging down, mm-hmm. eventually you will just, I don't know, you know, reach the core of the earth or something, right? Assuming that it's like right dead center, right? Just for argument. So then, right. so then the, haunting has, the haunting has to end somewhere. So my question is, is like, does it exist in a space and a height and a width and then below or above that? Because like, it doesn't exist in the sky, right? So what, I, what I'm saying is, is that, and I can't believe no one's ever brought this up before, I get what you're saying. Go is on. that there is, a, there is a defined space that the haunting exists in Yeah. From a, from a physics point of view. And it must have a defined height and a defined width and defined depth, I think, doesn't it? Because it has to end at some point. Like, as in, you, you walk away from the yeah. haunting, it ends. Yeah. So there, there must be, you must be able to draw like a, a some sort of cube that'll tell you. There, so, there, honestly, there should nearly be some sort of formula for this. Well, so are you familiar? There. Are you familiar with the, I'm sure there is. It, it would be like a, do you know what it would be? It would be like a bell curve type thing. But mm. the, uh, so I, it would be the strength of the haunting. One hundred percent. Yes. Right. The yes. first variable in in the equation is the strength of the haunting, which you'd also have serious problem measuring. But. <laughs> no, no, that's that's actually quite simple. No. How many ghosts? Okay, strength of the haunting to the power of how many ghosts, right? Yeah. Uh, or maybe the other way around, and then you multiply that by um, you multiply that by one point five meters. Okay. Right, and then you square what you get at the end. <laughs> so you you get a square footage of haunting. Yes, and then that tells okay. you that tells you like what what's the parameter here? Like like you're you're on an episode of Grand Designs. And the, these two these two middle class couples they believed they wanted uh, to take this property and make it entirely ghost free, but they haven't managed to do that unfortunately. They've tried to do it with all of this eco eco friendly bullshit, and. They, uh, that that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the yeah. square footage of the. Okay, I think here's where I think ghosts come from. Is I think they're they're crossing over between two different realms. Slash, I think sometimes particular areas get haunted, like they 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 like get the the negative energy creates like a a, a hole, a chasm, a, a schism mm. where the other realm can seep in. So I think to a certain extent, I think you are right that there is like a specific. Um, there is definitely a specific parameters where outside of that, like you stop feeling yeah. the haunting. But at the same time, I think it's like, I think unless it's the earlier scenario I told you with the brick and the bricklayer haunting that single brick, I think generally it's not, you're not so much digging out the haunting yeah. as you are digging through it outside of the parameter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah. And I think as well, if you were to develop this theory somewhere else, it's like the borders are probably shifting, probably pulsating. Okay. So the area is increasing and decreasing. You know, it might not be. It goes defined. with the tides, I would suspect. It, it probably does. I would you have suspect to, it would, yeah. You have to divide it by the moon. Yeah. It's the phase of the moon also. Put that in the equation. I'm telling you, right? I'm telling you, right? I know you won't agree with this, but we talk so much of shit on this podcast. But I think I think that's incredible. But, uh, out of all the days, Dennis, some days I tell you, like, you know, okay, we don't have much on this topic, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chat it up. Of all the days, so much on this topic, so much. Well, 
<laughs> well, I say we, we will. I'll, I'll let you run after after this. But before we do, right? Because some other fucker will come yeah, in and yeah. take this. What What are we calling this? Oh, um, oh, the ghost ghostal area. Ghost, 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 ghostal erosion. That's another thing you have to worry about. <laughs> yes, ghostal erosion. Ghostal erosion. How far until the ghost power starts eroding? That's basically it. Okay, ghostal yeah. erosion. That's it. So Dennis, right? What we're going to do now? I've run you through a bit of a history of the of the castle. What I was thinking we do now is I have um I have a collection of entities that are known in the. Mm-hmm. in the the ghostal area as we as we mentioned so i'm going to talk you through the entities and at the end i want to tell i want you to tell me which one you think is the freakiest which one would you least like to meet and uh and rank them if you could so if you can keep the ranking okay. in your mind okay so chief among the inhabitants of the castle is a beast simply called it it takes the form of a small creature about the size of a sheep, but with a ghostly, decaying face. Those who have encountered it claim it has a strong, unearthly smell of sulphur. Some people also claim that the thing is an elemental being. Right, that, that means like it's, that, that's something that's tied to an area. Um, and um, tied to an area and sort of um, reflects, I guess, the elemental power of that particular okay. area. But this goes back to what you were saying earlier with the seances, right? Some people claim it was an elemental being which was unearthed, unearthed by Mildred Darby during her time dabbling with the occult. Idiot. What an idiot. I know. It, you, with the thing about the occult is people always dabble in it. And it's like you shouldn't be, go all in or nothing. That's what I, I say. I, I think of all the things to dabble in, that has like the biggest comeuppance. One of the worst. Like, I mean, she's just she's just released demon sheep. Well, get this, Dennis. She herself claimed to have had a run-in with the beast when one night, while standing alone in the gallery, she felt a hand on her shoulder, only to be only to turn around and be met with the face of this creature. Imagine that, you turn around, hand hand on your shoulder, you turn around and all of a sudden it's a sheep, and the sheep has like a decaying skull face. Imagine if you thought it was your partner and you like turn around, but you have your eyes closed already, ready for a kiss, then you kiss its mouldy face. What? Would you, you turn around, eyes closed, ready for a kiss, with your partner? Yeah, yeah, why not? It's polite. It's not polite, it's mental. Why is it mental? You haven't even checked what, like, who's there. Well, I'm not expecting a decaying face sheep, surely. Well, yeah, I wouldn't know. What do you mean you wouldn't know? You mean that you're, you you think you'd be open to that possibility? Well, no, I'm always looking out for these things. I There's sure. no chance. I wouldn't just spin around John Wick style be, and plant a kiss. I'd be person. like, God, it's an awful smell of eggs. Anyway. <laughs> the, the, so, Dennis, right? So that's the first one. It, right? Nothing to do with the movie. I saw your face smile when I said it. You thought I I just I just think that the creativity for thinking of some of these names of for the people thinking of it it's hilarious just it I think it is is quite scary What about melting face demon no, that would have been it, way scarier It is it, it or the elemental they're good I think Next ghost Dennis The priest's house as it's called is often a flashpoint for ghostly activity with many seeing shadows in its burnt out husk Some 
even claimed to see a strong man lifting a barrel up the stairs, only for the man to disappear at the top and for the barrel to come rolling back down. So orangutan and Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. So what, what do you think of that ghost, Dennis? How are you feeling about that one? I think you've definitely started off really strong with the the like face weird sheep thing. Orangutan from Donkey Kong Country, um, not not the scariest. So I, obviously, a bar a barrel will mangle you though. I will give you that. No, but think about this though, Dennis. I think just think about this because I had a similar reaction to you, but when I really delved down deeper into it. And I had more of a thought about it. I, I thought, this is actually creepier than it seems. Imagine you're walking along, right? And you see the husk of the burnt-out house. And you mm-hmm. see a man, maybe in slightly old-timey clothes, and you're thinking, oh, he's quite strong, right? He's like dungarees on or something. And he's lifting this barrel up the stairs, right? Rolling it step by step by step. And you see him, like you're looking at him, and you see him wait at the top. And he maybe just rubs the sweat from his brow or something. And then at that moment, you're looking and you see him just evaporate into dust. And you see the barrel, like, pop back down all the stairs. That would freak you the shit out. Yeah, I know, but, like, I don't want to talk it down, but that's just the same as seeing someone in, I don't know, Lidl or something drop their shopping. You know, like... What? He's disappeared! Like they go into the, like the ice cream section and it's kind of foggy and they're gone. You yeah. know, like as in it's it's not it's not crazy, is it? <coughs> Are you fucking with me? Like, I'm not fucking with you. It's just it's just that I don't think it, it measures up. It's just a guy dropping his dropping his shopping. No, equivalent. it's not. It's not. It's not. He's a ghost. You've seen a man is disappear. The, is the barrel real? Yes, that's what's so scary so, about it. So the barrel is real. That's what's so scary. Yeah, because you know then that something moved the barrel because you see the reaction. So it's like you you go, your your mind doesn't know how to reconcile it. Is it the same barrel every time? Um, occasionally it will break. You know. Okay. So then you have to get just wondering. You have to get another one. Um, That's a whole ordeal. Itself. Yeah. Next one. The red lady is also a common sight in the castle grounds, said to be the spirit of a woman, who was captured by the O'Carrolls. She is said to have killed herself in grief after her baby, who was supposedly the illegitimate child of one of the O'Carrolls, was brutally murdered by the clan. She is seen carrying a single dagger aloft in her hand, wandering the grounds, looking for revenge. So the lad anyway with the barrel, right? He disappears. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to touch the, uh, the, the woman being murdered and uh, her baby. Um, yeah, that's obviously scary, definitely. But I'm sure with her, though. Do you know what, Ray? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Ray. Okay. Are, you going out are you going on a limb? I could get cancelled. Yeah. I you think... Be very careful. Very I, careful. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care. I'm going right, to say go it. On. And it's staying in. I think... Women ghosts. Ghosts that identify as women are scarier than men ghosts. Okay. And I, I, th- I don't, I, I don't think there's a lot of people that will, will argue with okay, that. Okay, so I think that what you're really proposing there is that the, um, the let's say, the like, danger statistics uh, associated with with genders in the human realm, where men obviously are more, more, you know, more dangerous. You you should be more fearful of men in terms yeah. of crime statistics. You're saying in the ghost realm they get flipped, 
I'm saying I'm saying more to be honest, more of a scary if the scariness gets flipped. Okay. I also you know, th- think that there's a chance that they might be a bit more dangerous. Uh potentially. We'd have to look at the goal statistics and stuff. Yeah. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But I definitely think that, you know, like um lady, uh, red lady wandering around the place see her and then they do like that shriek thing or whatever mm. that's way scarier than let's say the guy bringing up the barrels even even a guy roaring like a guy roaring as a ghost is not half as scary as a as a, especially um like an older woman well i think Dennis, like an elderly woman is the scariest ghost i think you're forgetting about the um the sexy ghost in uh, in the <laughs> other castle that we covered do you remember that um, sexy ghost. Was this the woman who came out of the lake? Yeah, yeah. She came out of the yeah. lake, had a big old sword. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was ever defined by any source as the sexy ghost. I though, think was she, it? I thought we agreed that she was probably quite good looking. Yeah, I think no? we were just. I think it was just a hot day. No, I, I. Okay, okay, maybe it's just me. But yeah, what cast was that, Dennis? That was Cora. Cora Chase House. Chase House Castle. Yes. <laughs> It was actually a house. Now that I now that I think yes, about it, it. <laughs> which in a way isn't every house a castle. No, it's not. But <laughs> finally, Dennis, right? We're on to the final ghost now. Finally, or should I say, ghosts? Finally, most chilling of all is the tale of the ghost known as the two young girls. These are the spirits of two girls, often heard playing in the castle itself. They are seen running up and down the stairs or chasing each other in the halls. They are apparently called Emily and Charlotte. Emily is known to have died at the age of 11 when she tragically fell from the battlements. Nothing is known about Charlotte, although some say she walks with a limp. Many visitors have claimed to have seen the spirits or the spirit of one of the girls repeatedly fall from the battlements again and again only to disappear right before hitting the ground see just goes to prove my point that women are the scariest ghost gender yep. by a mile i have a question for you go on do you what what is the scariest age of a child ghost mm, nine I, nine why do you say nine i just think nine is scary eleven scary as well but i think nine is scary for me, and, I, and I've thought about this, is I think it's actually about three years old, three or four. No. No, because I think that if, imagine this, right? If you've got an 11-year-old ghost and they come in, they can communicate some way to you. You know, like let's say they're being all scary and stuff. They can at least speak. But like if you've got a three-year-old, four-year-old who is like, you know, can't communicate as well. That's way scarier. Or finds it hard what? to communicate. You're crazy. Yeah, it's way scarier. I wouldn't give why a you, shit. Why, why are you shooting that down? I wouldn't give a shit if a toddler, a toddler ghost, I'd go fuck off, right? That's what I'd say to it. I wouldn't give a damn. I wouldn't care. What? what you think that if a toddler ghost walked in that door there now and started like roaring and stuff, you would... i go fuck you off. You would bat an Yeah, I'd say Get try real. that somewhere else. I, I, I'm only afraid of ghosts if they can talk. If they're silent, Why? I don't care. It's, I'm not saying they're silent. They're screaming and crying and going mad. They'll be saying they'll be saying like small stuff. Like I think that's the sort of Roger. Goo goo ga ga. I think that's the sort of stuff that 
if a ghost tips over into just being annoying, I stop finding it scary. Who says that you're uh, that they're being portrayed as annoying? That's, uh, that's I'm portraying very, it as terrifying. That's very annoying to me. Yeah, so just, you're saying you're no. So your point now is that a ghost has to reach a certain age before it becomes scary because before that they're just annoying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> With all these spirits, Dennis, it's not surprising that Lep or Leap Castle is considered one of the most haunted places in Ireland. But to this day, the true story behind these ghosts remains unexplained all right you said to me you want to do a ranking of the scariest ghosts yeah. in lep slash leap castle i would think we're going to have to go with the two the twins mm-hmm. they're not twins but the, the two, two sisters girls. yeah two young girls right they're definitely going to be the scariest okay. because they do that they do that thing where they don't even realize they're ghosts and they're kind of laughing and stuff imagine that happening at three o'clock in the morning very I mean, annoying pissing shit all over the room um so that would be that's the scariest then i think we're gonna have to go with uh red lady the reason i pick red lady over melting face sheep demon is Mm -hmm. because i find something that you mistake for being human or of this world first way scarier than something that is clearly not from this world okay so like you're lulled into a sense of security like hey that's just a lady She's red and she's wandering around the yeah, place. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck, there's worms coming out of her eyes. You know? Um, and then I think that all um, the orangutan from Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, I wouldn't really, I don't really find that scary. Because it doesn't really affect you, does it? Be like, serious. it doesn't. Like, he just does the same thing over and over again. He's, it's not like, like, okay, if he did that, let's say, in the house and you're working in the house and you're like, oh, I need to go up and make the beds. And then a barrel comes down and crushes you. That would be obviously scary and paralyzing. Right. But. Other, other than that, I don't think he does anything. No. Because, because if you could watch him, right, if you, if you think about it, right, mm. if you're, you see the guy, right, and he goes up and he does it, and then it happens again, then it happens again, then you kind of be like, okay, I'm clued into this. No, this no, no, it only happens once for every person who sees it. And that's it? Yeah. That's even less scary. Oh, uh, no. Listen, my rankings, just yeah. before we finish up, pretty much the reverse of yours. I say number one. You could don't. Dare put the barrel number man one, first. Man barrel. You're just being contrarian. No, There's no man, way man you believe barrel, that. Number, one. number two is the 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 elemental it. That's number two. Yeah. Um, the the woman. Uh, I'd say she. No, do you know what? Actually, next is the two the two young girls, because that is creepy. Falling off the battlements and stuff like that. And the woman. I don't think she's going to hurt me. Why? Because I've I, I've never I've never done anything to her. I don't think she cares, man. Does she? I'd say she. I'd say so. I'd, I'd talk well, you're, around. You're an O, though. You're an O Sullivan. Yeah, but I'm an O Carol. Yeah, but she'll just associate it with it. She'll think you're related no, or something. You're of the same ilk. You're dead. I doubt it. All right, I think that does it for this week's haunting episode. Um, I've been Dennis Len. Over there is Roger O'Sullivan, isn't it? And where can they find you? You can find me at Roger O'Comedy on Instagram or at Roger O'Sullivan on Twitter. Um, myself and Rog are going to head into the den files. You never plugged yourself. To... I am. I will plug myself later. Um, so <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we're going to head into the den files there and we're going to reveal all our secrets of the week so you should definitely come in and thanks to all our Patreon subscribers and uh, 
yeah, I don't really have anything else to say other than give us five star reviews. I'm still waiting to get to 100 five stars on Spotify. Really need it's someone taking, else to come in there. It's taking ages, so uh, yeah. I guess on, on the back of that, uh, love you. Bye.